Happy Thursday, church family. Today is February 10th, 2022. I am Pastor David. This is Renew 22 version 2.0. Let's get started. Welcome back. Welcome back. Gather around. I'm so glad you came back today. Once again, we are seeking daily renewal through God's voice, God's ear, God's people, and God's mission together this year. So let's dive right in. All right, as always, we get things started with our first of our four pathways, and that is hearing God's voice. Hearing God's voice. We rejoice that we get to hear God's voice through his word. Make your prayer today a reflection of what Jeremiah says in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. There Jeremiah writes, Your words were found, and I ate them, and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. Friends, praise God that each of us in Christ Jesus is called by the name of the Lord. May we have his word. May we feast upon his word. May we find his word a joy and a delight to our heart. So today, as you turn to God's word to seek to hear his voice, let me quickly give you four prayers, four quick prayers that you can make in preparation for hearing God's voice. And we say hearing God's voice. So what I'm going to do is just take that word here and I'm going to use it as an acrostic for our prayer, as a guided prayer. So let's take that H. First, we want to pray for our hearts. God, I pray for my heart today as I turn to your word. Jesus said the first and the great commandment is to love the Lord our God with our heart, our soul, our mind, and our strength. So would you pray, God, I pray for my heart today as I hear your voice. Second, there is a connection in God's word between our heart and our eyes. So would you pray for your, as you pray for your heart, would you also pray for your eyes? Would you say, God, give me eyes to see. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul says, Satan's work is to blind us. He actually says to blind the mind of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the glory of Christ in the gospel. And so what God does is he who said, let light shine out of darkness has shown into our hearts to give us the light of the glory of the gospel in the face of Jesus Christ. So there's that seeing in that heart. He's shown his light into our hearts. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18, the apostle Paul in praying for the Christians in Ephesus prays that they would have the eyes of their hearts enlightened. Would you pray today for the eyes of your heart? Would you pray for your heart? Would you pray for your eyes? Then would you pray for your attitude? Jesus, both in Matthew's gospel and in Luke's gospel, says, blessed are the poor in spirit. We see throughout the Bible that we, for example, in 1 Peter chapter 5, that we are to clothe ourselves in humility. In Colossians, we read about the spirit giving us humility. That we're, We see from the Old Testament, we are to walk humbly with our God. And so would you pray, God, I sit under you this morning. I sit, give me, give me eyes to see. Give me a heart receptive. Give me an attitude that is humble and ready to receive your word. 
And then fourth and finally, as you've prayed for your heart, if you prayed for your eyes, you've prayed for your attitude, would you pray for your response? Would you pray for your response? As James said, right, we do not want to be mere hearers only, but we want to be doers of God's word. Our action does not make our status with God, but as Jesus said, those who hear my voice, those who hear the, these words of mine and do them, the ones who hear and do are like the ones who build their house on a rock. So we don't want to be mere hearers of the word only. We want it to respond, right? There's a truth to be, uh, to be trusted. There's a promise uh, to be held on to. There is a command to be obeyed. Say, God, I pray for my heart. I pray for my eyes. I pray for my attitude. And I pray for my response as I hear your voice today. All right, so after we have heard his voice, we turn and rejoice that we have his ear, that we get to come to him in prayer, that our God is willing and able to hear and to listen for the petitions and the requests, the intercessions and the supplications from his sons and his daughters. Today is Thursday, and as we have Magnify Mondays, Transformation Tuesdays, Workplace and Schools Wednesdays, so we're going to also have Thanksgiving Thursdays. Thanksgiving Thursdays. We're going to stop on Thursdays and just thank God. Thank God for who He is, what He has done, what He is doing, and what He promises that He will do. As we read, for example, in Psalm chapter 136, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His steadfast love endures forever. His steadfast love, his covenantal love, his covenantal faithfulness. It is a love that is, that is not like a roller coaster. It is a patient, enduring, gracious love that he has poured out toward you and toward me. So we give thanks to him for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And also as we pray, even when we're making our request, we were reminded of the Apostle Paul's words in Philippians chapter 4. The Lord is at hand. So do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So when we come to God with our requests, when we come to him with our prayers and our supplications, we also do that with thanksgiving. So let's take today, let's take Thursdays, and let's just thank God uh, for who he is, what he has done, what he is doing, and what he promises that he will do. Okay, so that's our Thursday. So we have Magnify Monday, we have uh, Transformation Tuesday, we have Workplace and School Wednesday, we have Thanksgiving Thursday, we have Friends and Family Friday. So on Fridays, we're just going to pray for our family and friends. We're going to pray, God, would you be gracious to put the name of your family members, put the names of your friends. Would you bless them? Would you make your face to shine upon them? So Again, we're just going to insert the names of family and friends on Fridays, especially our family and friends who need to come to know the love of God in Christ Jesus for them. And we're just going to spend time praying for them by name on Fridays. So we have Magnify Mondays. We have Transformation Tuesdays. We have Workplace and School Wednesday. We have Thanksgiving Thursday. We have Friends and Family Friday. And then we have Sabbath Saturday. Sabbath Saturday. So in uh, the Old Testament, uh, in Judaism, the Sabbath is Saturday, right? That's the day of the week that is the Sabbath. And so we want to pause on Saturdays, and we want to thank God for the rest 
that we have. The Bible actually says in the book of Hebrews that for those of us in Christ Jesus, we have entered into God's Sabbath rest. So we want to thank God, right, that we do not have to work to earn his salvation. We do not have to work to earn his forgiveness. We do not have to work to achieve a status with him that we rest in the finished work of Jesus on our behalf. And let's just spend Saturdays just resting and praising God for this glorious reality that is that that is ours in Christ Jesus. So let's recap. Mondays, magnify Mondays. Tuesdays, transformation Tuesdays. Wednesdays, workplace in school Wednesday. Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday, that is today. Tomorrow, Friday, friends and family Friday. Saturday, Sabbath Saturday. And again, let's rejoice that we get to have God's ear in prayer. Okay, so once we have heard God's voice through his word, and we've had God's ear through our guided daily prayers, next we turn our attention to our brothers and sisters in our Green Level Church family as we praise God and rejoice that we get to belong to God's people. We get to belong to God's people. And you might remember on Tuesday, I said there are two approaches that we can take when we pray for our brothers and sisters in our church family. The first of the two approaches is the monthly approach, where the first day of the month means that we're praying for the individuals and families in our church family whose last names begin with the first letter of the alphabet. So February 1st means we're praying for all the A families. February the 2nd means we're praying for all the B families. So today is February the 10th, so we're praying for all of the J families. Tomorrow is February the 11th, so we're praying for all of the K families. Saturday is February the 12th, so we're praying for all the L families. You kind of see the pattern, right? And so some of you are doing that, and that is wonderful, and that is awesome, and keep praying at the monthly approach. Others of you are doing the weekday, week-to-week approach. Uh, this approach is kind of like the old school uh, cell phone minutes, the rollover minutes. So we're only, this approach is only praying on weekdays. So you pray, you know, for a specific letter of the alphabet, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you push pause, and then it rolls, the alphabet rolls over to the following uh, Monday. So if you've been doing that since the beginning of the year, then today you are on C families. Tomorrow you'll be on the D families. And then on Saturday, you'll be on the families. And again, if you're doing this approach, awesome, wonderful, keep doing it, right? So whether you're taking the monthly approach or you're taking the weekday, week-to-week approach, I just want to say awesome, wonderful, fantastic. The main thing is that you are praying for your brothers and sisters in our church family and that you are being prayed for by your brothers and sisters in our church family. Again, we're utilizing Breeze, so please make sure your information is up to date. If you have questions about that, reach out to me, reach out to Angela. We can help you with that. And as you are praying, let me finally encourage you, reach out uh, to these brothers and sisters, to these individuals, to these families, and let them know, hey, today you are one of the families that I, I have spent time praying for. And remember, as I noted on Tuesday, uh, for this cycle, for February and this cycle, whether you're doing the monthly approach or you're doing the weekday, week-to-week approach, we're praying Ephesians chapter 3. We're taking Paul's prayer there and we're inserting people's names uh, where he says you. And again, let's remind ourselves, this is what it might look like. Paul prays this for the Christians in Ephesus. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, 
he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Today, as you are praying for your brothers and sisters, would you make this your prayer? Substitute their name, whether it be individual or family names, substitute their name in the place of you and pray this, especially this month as we celebrate Valentine's Day. Would you pray for your brothers and sisters that they would know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge and be filled with all the fullness of God? All right, so after we have heard God's voice, we have had his ear through our daily prayers, then we have uh, rejoiced that we belong to God's people and we spent time praying for our brothers and sisters in our church family. Next, we rejoice that we get to join in God's mission. We get to join in God's mission. And today, I want to highlight the International Mission Board, the International Mission Board. So some of you are very, very familiar with the IMB, others of you maybe not so much. So the Southern Baptists support the International Mission Board. In fact, some of our weekly offering each week goes to support the International Mission Board. Uh, Southern Baptist churches from across the United States uh, contribute parts of their weekly offering into like this bowl, and that bowl goes to support missionaries uh, at home, that is the North American Mission Board, and abroad, that is the International Mission Board, under three categories, pray, give, go, right? Each of us are called to join in God's mission, whether it be through prayer, giving, and going. And I would assert that we're called to all three. Now, it might be that in this season of life, we're called more, more to praying and giving, but there are other times where we're called to go. And so I don't think we can say, well, I'm only called to one of these things, but we can also be realistic and say, today, right? Today, God is calling me to do this one task, right? So today, I'm not getting on a plane today, Thursday, uh, February the 10th, and going uh, across uh, the pond, right? I'm not going uh, overseas uh, internationally today, but I can pray, right? I can possibly give, but I can certainly pray. So, right, you can, uh, you can always do more than pray, but you can never do less than pray. And so on the IMB's website, there's actually a part where it's imb.org backslash pray. And there they have daily and monthly prayer guides that you can use in praying for the spread of the gospel around the world. There are prayers there uh, that you can use for unreached and unengaged people groups. If you're unfamiliar with what that is, uh, there's a lot of information there. There are many places around the world where there is a less than 2% gospel witness, uh, and they are praying for God to raise up people to take the gospel, praying for uh, uh, God's work uh, to raise up church leaders uh, within those communities. And so uh, if you're curious, how do I begin to pray for? I'm, I can't get on a plane today. I'm not going to go. Uh, how, how do I support the spread of the gospel around the world? Today you can pray, right? You can rejoice that you get to join in God's mission and you can spend time uh, praying. And again, I encourage you use that, that resource, imb.org backslash pray. Did you really think we were done? Did you really think we were done? Be honest with me. 
Come on, you ought to know me better than that by now. You always know I've got just one more thing. And today's one more thing is that this upcoming Sunday, Sunday, February the 13th, we are going to have the joy of celebrating the Lord's Supper together in both services. It is always a joy when we get to celebrate by taking the Lord's Supper. The Bible says as often as we eat the bread and drink the cup, we proclaim the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ until he comes again. Again, we do not believe that there is any salvation, any uh, uh, any forgiving grace in taking from the cup and taking the bread. But we believe that when we do that, we are remembering and we are rejoicing in the finished work of Jesus on our behalf. And so I would just encourage you in preparation, if you have never called on Jesus as your Lord and your Savior to forgive you of your sins, if you've never accepted his work in the cross and the resurrection on your behalf, let the cup and the bread pass, right? They're not going to give you salvation, right? They're not going to take away your sin. Jesus has already offered that when he went to the cross, He has already showed that he's paid the penalty of sin on the cross. He's conquered the power of sin being death in his resurrection. Take him. Take Jesus. And if you have taken Jesus, then come to the table and rejoice. Rejoice in his broken body, in his shed blood, in your place, on your behalf. And give thanks. And give thanks. Today is Thanksgiving Thursday. In some denominations, some traditions, the Lord's Supper is referred to as the Eucharist. The Eucharist. And the reason that it is referred to as that is because the word Eucharist is the noun from the verb used in the New Testament to give thanks. When Jesus was feeding the multitudes, he would take the food and he would give thanks. When he gave the cup to his disciples at the Last Supper, the Bible says in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that he gave thanks. And it is a Koine Greek word to give thanks from which we get the noun Eucharist. And so when denominations say they are taking the Eucharist, literally they are taking the thanksgiving, reflecting that when Jesus would break bread, when Jesus would take the cup, he would give thanks. And we are thanking God for the bread of life. We are thanking God for the living water. We are thanking God for Jesus and the life that we have now in him. So when we take the Lord's Supper this Sunday, let us do it as an act rejoicing. Let us do it as an act of thanksgiving, praising God for what he has done for us. I hope that you have a wonderful Thursday. Again, today is February the 10th, 2022. Remember, remember, have a great day. God is good.